Alright, alright, alright. Welcome everybody. This is Red Zone DFS week 14 uh, ownership uh, pivots and since ownership isn't going to be that big of a deal, uh, I'm going to give some of my, uh, based on my research, what I think some of the lower own um, stacks are going to be um, that we could get away from leverage of a couple of guys are going to be rather chalky. So we're just going to run through the top 10 guys. Uh, that are going to be the chalk this week. We got Devontae Adams coming in tied with Derrick Henry, both at about 26 to 27%. Um, David Montgomery coming in at about 19 to 20%. Austin Eckler, 18%. Travis Kelsey, 18%. JD McKissick with uh, Gibson out uh, for the potatoes. He's coming in at 18%. Curtis Samuel, 16%. James Robinson, the phenom rookie running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, coming in at 16%. Tyreek Hill, 16%. Seahawks defense is coming in at 16%. Um, this obviously hasn't updated quite yet. They had Miles Gaskin for about 15 to 16% owned. Um, obviously, that's going to change. And then Aaron Jones rounds it out at 15%. Um, so we talked a little bit about it on the pod this week. I, there's no real guys that I'm going to be outright fading because of ownership this week. Aside from, for me, probably Curtis Samuel and the Seahawks defense. Um, those are two that just based on ownership, I'm probably going to look to get away from a little bit. I don't know if either one of them is going to turn to be an all-out fade. Um, one one person that, you know, at 3,300, Logan Thomas, we talked about it. The Niners have fantastic linebackers. Um the middle of the field is not somewhere where they typically give up a lot of points. So Logan Thomas, you know, $3,300, that's not really somebody I'd like to pay uh, pay for that's going to be probably, you know, 11% in big GPPs. Uh, we play a lot of three max and single entry. So a lot of the ownership we're talking about here is kind of an average aggregate across the board, but... Uh, I mean, you gotta have, you're going to have to assume that Logan Thomas in, in a single entry or a three max environment is going to be probably closer to 15 to 18% on this week. And, you know, if that's the case, I'm, I'm completely fine getting away from that. Um, got some really interesting guys down here at the bottom that, you know, are going to be sub, you know, 5% owned and less that, you know, I, I think that we got some really good spots. Uh, starting off at Hayden Hurst at tight end, you know, 3,700, no Julio this week. The pass distribution is going to have to go somewhere. That game is going to be a popular game for people to go to. Um, so if I can get a piece of that game at 5% um, from tight end, which is normally just a crapshoot, Hayden Hurst coming off an injury, I think he's looking pretty good. Um, Michael Gallup. 3,800 bucks is, I think is a fantastic punt. The DK algorithm didn't quite catch up and adjust. Um, but Andy Dalton seems to be developing a pretty good rapport with him. Um, another one's going to be Tyler Boyd, uh, coming in at, you know, like three to 4% owned. Um, this is a game where, you know, no, ju no mix in, you know, Boyd's their slot receiver. He got tossed last week and only played, you know, about a quarter and a half and had 15 points. So, I mean, I, I, he's got the, like, 20 to 25-point upside that we're looking at. And at 4,900 at a sub-5%, I mean, sign me up for that. 
I think Jordan Aikens is pretty interesting this week. The Bears have shown propensity to give up some passing yards and some points to the tight end position. Their safeties aren't the best for whatever reason. Um, so I think he's a great play at 2,900. You know, we've obviously got no Will Fuller. Brandon Cooks is still questionable. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a really nice spot for him. Uh, going down a little bit further, a guy that we talked up on the pod, and look, at look, I don't get it. Like, everyone's all over Seattle's defense this week. And, you know, Seattle's got an okay defense, but it's not Pittsburgh, right? I know that Colt McCoy is starting, but, you know, Wayne Gallman at 5,700, if he's going to get, you know, 20 to 25 carries at sub-5% ownership, that's something that I'm going to be all over. Um, you've got a really nice low-owned stack if you want to pay up for Kyler Murray and then pay up for DeAndre Hopkins, both about 3% owned. And I mean, in a big, large field GPP, like the Millie maker or the slant or something like that, that's a stack that, you know, I'm really going to be looking to get a part of. Um, I think it's just absolutely fantastic spot to get away from some of the leverage. And, you know, I'm not so worried about quarterback ownership this week, but, you know, those are guys where it just, it hasn't happened in a few weeks and people are just, would rather go pay for Rogers, rather go play, pay for Adams. I get it, right? But, you know, you play Wayne Gallman, um, running it back. You could play Evan Ingram um, as a part of that. And you could have a nice little four-person game stack right there that you could really kind of take advantage of. Um, I said earlier, Wayne Gallman's playing in Seattle. He's actually playing Arizona, which scares me even less from a running standpoint. Um, Amari Cooper, again, 6,500. I love it. Debo Samuel, 6,400. You know, was banged up a little bit earlier in the week, but, I mean, he's going to play, and he's a focal point of the Niners' offense right now. Uh, the, the, the Niners are not going to be able to run the ball how they want to up the middle against Washington. It's going to have to be a lot of quick passing game. Washington is a tremendous uh, pass rush, and it's something that Nick, Nick Mullen's going to have to be getting the ball out quick. Um, Ayuk is a fantastic value for his price as well. But, I mean, Debo Samuel at like sub-3% ownership is somebody that I am really, really interested in taking a look at. If we're taking a look at some of the uh, the lower lower leverage stacks that I don't, I personally don't think a lot of people are going to be playing. Number one is a Tennessee passing um, attack. It's rating out uh, in my model, like top three, three or almost tied with Kansas city um, as my, you know, stack of the week, if you will, if AJ Brown plays. I, I am all about getting a nice little stack in a large field tournament, like the slant, um, the $9 slant or some larger like three max tournaments, like the $8 three max firing up a Ryan Tannehill, AJ Brown, Corey Davis, move on. Um, we've got some great run back options with Jacksonville there. Um, I mean, I think Jacksonville knows that Derrick Henry is the way that they're going to lose this game. If, you know, they allow him to run for, you know, 35 carries for 200 yards. They're not even going to have a chance. So I think they will try and sell out to stop the run. They really don't have a whole lot to lose at this point. So, you know, I, I really like that as one of the sneakier stacks. And then on the other side of that game, um, 
you know, is a really, really cheap stack, stack with Jacksonville. You know, we've got Mike Glennon, the neck. Um, you've got Colin Johnson at 3600 and you've got DJ Chark at, you know, $5,400 this week. I think either side of that game is really, really interesting to do a team stack. And that whole game, I think, is some a game that's going to go a lot higher scoring um, than people think. Uh, both of Tennessee's starting corners um, are out. Um, and, I mean, I think it's just a really attractive spot that I, I want to get to. Um, Seattle is another, you know, top 10 stack this week, obviously. I mean, it's going to be raining. We've got a little bit of weather. Um, but I mean, you know, uh, I, I, I think that you're doing yourself a disservice if you're playing, you know, 10 to 15 lineups, if you're not getting one with Russ, um, DK, and then somebody else, I think you're really doing yourself a disservice. I love, I'm fine going to lock it. There's a ton of value elsewhere. Um, so that's something. And then Green Bay is obviously the number one stack this week, right? There, there's no... There's no really getting around that. Um, but if we're talking about it, Devontae Adams is really the only high-owned piece of that stack. So you can get off of the leverage by just going like a full like three-man stack. So if you want to go with Robert Tanyan at tight end, you know, coming in only 7 to 8% ownership, I mean, that's fine with me. Um, and then you want to get like a guy like Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He's coming in at like a percent owned or less. So, I mean, that's not something that we're going to have to worry about really at all. Um, and you can really get a lot of leverage. You've got some cheap run, run backs. Um, I think you can play DeAndre Swift, who's going to be involved in the passing game, if active, um, for the Lions. And then I really like Danny Amendola. Um, they're going to get Jair Alexander on Marvin Jones, right? Marvin's still going to get his. But Amendola, you know, last week, five catches, $4,000. I think you could do a lot worse. Um, so, you know, I, I know that I was kind of looking at it and if it was viable to come back on the other side with a Stafford stack. But I just, I would I would really be interested in that um, if Galladay was active. But, you know, I just, <laughs> I personally just can't get there. Uh, I, I would like to, but I just I just can't do it. Um, some other one-off, like, low-owned guys that I think that could go kind of crazy this week. Number one is Michael Thomas. Uh, he's coming in at rather low ownership. Taysom Hill basically only throws him the ball <laughs> when they're going to throw. He throws it to Traquan a little bit. Um, so if you want to use Traquan for a punt at 3,300, I'm fine with that. Um, obviously, the big news is Miles Gaskin being ruled out. Um I think you're okay if you want to play Washington. Um, he's not going to get that highly owned. Most players, especially if you're playing in big field GPPs, um, even like a three max like big field, people build their lineups and don't really change them a whole lot, right? So like if people weren't playing Miles Gaskin before, they're not going to go pivot off of somebody else to get on to James Washington, right? And Miles Gaskin was only coming in at like 10 to 15% ownership. So like, I can't see a lot of people. There's a lot of pivots right at Gaskin's kind of price range, and I, I you know, I'd say I would say maybe half of those people um, are going to pivot from Gaskin down to Washington. So at four thousand dollars, I mean, I think it's fine. Um, I think he could, you know, I think game flow is certainly against him. I was talking about it with Vinny and Joey uh, 
later today, and I actually like Lynn Bowden Jr. Um, he's listed on DK as a wide receiver, but he is the stone min at $3,000. So if you're looking to like really, really, really punt at wide receiver, I think that I think that's a fantastic spot. Um, another wide receiver I think that has a has a solid matchup um, is AJ Brown. Um, I'm, I've been using FTN uh, Fade the Noise uh, daily. Their wide receiver matchup tool it's a fantastic tool. Um, it, it's not how I make my decisions, but it really gives you an insight of some guys that um, might just really really explode. Last week it was Cole Beasley um, that I used in Showdown a lot. Um, this week I'm looking at AJ Brown. I'm looking at Adam Thielen, um, of guys who have really good matchups. Um, Adam Thielen is a real sneaky one. Um, he's going to be lower owned. Um, and they're playing the Bucks, who everyone thinks has this fantastic defense. And then one more guy that is just not getting a lot of ownership. That's just going to get a ton of volume again. I think know the Bucks have a fantastic run defense, but look, Dalvin Cook is going to get run. And if you have him and you have the salary, there's a ton of value elsewhere. I think you can play him easily. Um, so that's kind of where we're going this week. Again, uh, we talked about it on the pod. You know, it's, it's, it's a week to just play your guys. There's nobody really that we need to like hard fade because of ownership, in my opinion. The only one I would say is probably Logan Thomas and single entries or three max. Um, with like a thousand or more people, if you're playing like a high dollar, um, single entry or three max or like a high dollar lower end tournament, I think he's a fine play. But I, for me personally, it's probably somebody I'm going to be getting away from. Um, so yeah, that's about it. I hope everybody has a great week 14. We got a full slate of games, 13 games. Uh, we got an even split from morning, seven games in the morning, six games, in the afternoon. So it's going to be a really fun day, especially if like you're watching red zone or something. So uh, good luck, everybody. We're going to be posting some updates and stuff on Twitter. So go ahead and follow along. Uh, my Twitter handle is at JJ Good luck and green screens.